This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sweet Suplex Retweet. Hello everyone, you're back. Listening to Saturday Draft Live. I hope you've all had an amazing week. I'm your host for today, Jack Graham. Welcome to the show. You can find us on Twitter at Suplex Retweet. You know, I've got our Facebook page, uh, our Instagram page, we've got a TikTok page, we've got our website, eatsleepsuplexretweet.com. It's got our full back catalogue of shows. You can find Central, you can find our feature shows, you can find East Meets West, you can find every episode of Saturday Draft Live. You can find quiz showdown, showdowns that we've done. We've got a lot. So please go check out everything we've got to to have on our, on our catalogue. And uh, as always, I'm joined by one of the SDL co-hosts, Dave. Dave, how you doing? Hi, Jack. And I tell you what, though, I'm very tired this morning because your message about me doing rampage scores for this week is what woke me up. So <laughs> I was in a bit of a bad rush to get everything done. Well, we're, we're sorted. You know, you managed to get them all point, points in. Everything's, everything's all good with that. But we do have a guest with us today, Dave. Uh, we've got that we'll be going to go through his team later on in the episode. They'll join us for a bit of the analysis throughout. Andy Mitchell, Andy, welcome to SDL. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? It's good to be here. I thought it was just fitting because you know the most electrifying man returned, and so did the Rock. <laughs> so you know, I thought it's fine just to you know join and see how you're doing. Ah, well, it, it, it makes sense after what happened on the on the SDL uh, on SDL on SmackDown last night. What would be quite interesting is that, like The Rock appeared twice in Ross has Roman Reigns in his team. The Ross is a big lover of The Rock. At this point in time, The Rock would have more points than Roman Reigns. Mental. I'm just throwing that out there. If that, if that was if that was ever to be the ever to happen, you know, Jungle Boy's got minus one points. <laughs> like the Rock has more points than Jungle Boy. Yeah. Mental. So looking at that, you know, maybe the Rock has a, a wee teensy bit of value in the draft uh, this 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 week anyway, at least compared to others. But Davis, as I was as we were saying before we recording, a broken record, top three of the week. Uh, it's it's Judgment Day madness again. Damien Priest got seven points and Finn Balor got ten. Also, the uh, Finn Balor had a match on SmackDown and on Raw this week. Damien had his match on Raw. They both appeared across the show. Dominic was with them as well, and Dominic on uh, on NXT too. It's 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 a very very fruitful time to have Judgment Day in your team. I think. Yeah, it's um, it's a really endeavouring time for for Judgment Day at the minute because they're all over the product, and you know I'm not surprised that all of them went round one this time around, especially since Finn Balor got undrafted last season. It's such a turnaround 
for him especially. Like, definitely one of the big misses uh, from last season. But then again, now that he's tag team champions, everybody on Judgment Day has got something for them. It, it it was a no-brainer to pick them in round one in this instance. And, you know, the points reflect. You know, the top 10 of the season, uh, the Judgment Day basically covers four out of the top five spots as it stands with Rhea Ripley leading the, the top with 44 points overall. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. But uh, our, our number one of the week, Andy, also, it doesn't show it on the, on the sheet because there was, a, there was an error with myself. I forgot to press. I, I didn't press the button for collision for the new score, so I didn't take account of the points that he got for his title defence, but obviously there's positions right on the table anyway for Tom. But John Moxley had two title defences in appearance uh, out with the title defences as well. So that put him in 13 points for the week. Obviously, he just defeated uh, Orange Cassidy at All Out. And I think on every show he's been on, he's defended that title since. So, John Moxley has 38 points overall. He was drafted 17th overall as well. So, it's quite, quite interesting. He's got more points than Dominic Mysterio. He's now got more points than Orange Cassidy too. He's catching up on the other three of Balor, Priest and Ripley of the, the, the Judgment Day domination. But obviously... He did that interview yesterday where he was talking about this doctor says he's got arthritis of a 70-year-old man. How how much more of this kind of pace a John Moxley drink will get? And Jake Tom Jake Tom has got him at the right time in this draft now. Yeah, I think Tom does have him because I know we made the joke that it was like everyone had picked their first pick as captain, but he picked John Moxley, so maybe he knew something that we didn't. And uh, essentially, yeah, it's like, but then again, it's like, how many times does a wrestler say he's going to retire and then he's like still wrestling until he's like 70? You know, I think it's just that thing of, yeah, he's got it good. You know, it's a short season, as we say, it's only a couple of months, so I think picking John Moxley's done Tom Brock a good favour. Absolutely, especially taking that title off a. On Orange Cassidy and myself, also trying to write the coattails of, of what happened last season when David Campbell had him round one. I'm actually getting him round five. But he's still got he's still in that top 10 overall for the season at 33. So I think I can still be quite happy with, with the points return on Orange Cassidy right now. But we will look at the tail overall. And one uh, one of our SEL hosts, Dave, he's, he's been in this bottom position for quite a while. Relegation threatening. He's obviously put that bet out, out if he loses this season. They weave SDL as well. 55 points for Ryan. It's not looking good. Nope. It's uh, delegation. Smells like relegation for <laughs> Ryan Dalgleish in this instance. Like, and he has the unfortunate the unfortunate honour of having the negative one scoring Jungle Boy on his team. And his captain, Io Sky, hasn't exactly done him any favours either. She's only scored uh, 20 points overall. Second will be to the lowest scoring round one pick Shinsuke Nakamura who's only had five I think what, be, what Ryan will be looking forward to next week is that she's also defending her title against Asuka which you'd be hoping would be a win and if it is a win that'll get him a solid amount of points mm-hmm. going bring into him that back in contention. bring him back into contention but Ryan got eight points this week because Callum Bennett only got five but the folk around them of like Ross and Gary Ross got 69 points and Gary in 75 nice. Gary got 11 points this week. Ross got 10. So even these small gains is just a bit more than what Ryan's getting, which can which can make all the difference. And obviously yourself, Dave, you got 14.5 points this week. They push it 90.5 mm-hmm. overall. Callum Bennett has got 96. We follow James Blair underscore one on Twitter. Uh, Stephen Wilson, 97.5 with Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated. Half a point uh, 
over over him as yourself, Andy, with the Glasgow University Credit Club. You're at 98 points. We'll take a look at your at your team kind of near the end of the show, so we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll go on to that shortly. Uh, Grant, with his roll to drafts, got 102 points. Uh, a strategy of just rolling dice. Also, we had Grant on a couple of weeks ago myself, and we kind of looked at his team and his strategy, and it's it's mental how, how well it's worked out to be in the position they is. So, well, fair play to Grant. Well done. Uh, I'm, I'm up just ahead of Grant on 107 points. <clears throat> a million ways to fuck up the draft with Elliot Cantor, a Listeners League winner, me on Sun on 108 points. As a, as a first season into this day for, for Elliot Cantor, what, what an introduction to the, the, main, the main draft here. Yeah, he's basically <clears throat> been carried by his juggernaut captain, Rhea Ripley, who's with the captaincy applied has 84 points overall. Although, having selected Ronda Rousey in round four has done sweet fuck all for him at this point. <laughs> Brolin Brutes aren't exactly anything to howl about. And Broadbreaker, Ricochet, you know, they're just, they're just kind of there, but they're not get, making serious points at this point. You know, despite, you know, Broadbreaker murdering Von Wagner uh, about a week ago on NXT, but he is scheduled to face Baron Corbin NXT no mercy, so he might get some points there as well. Absolutely, then it's a bit, a bit ahead of Elliot. We've got uh, Scott McLeod, 124 points. The Dave Hockney Better Wi-Fi Fund. Fuck off. And then a big, a bigger gap to 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 Tom, a platypus, Perry the platypus, 148 points. And our leader of the of the draft so far, uh, Team Go of David Campbell, 159 points. Andressen, when you look at the kind of weekly scores overall, was David Campbell's got twenty four, Tom Brock got thirty nine, so Tom made a good a good dent in the in the armor that is this David Campbell's got on his on his uh, team right now. Also, we do have all sorts of pay per views and whatnot coming up. Uh, anything anything can happen, but it's, it's, it's certainly looking like a two horse race between the the Ghost Incarnate, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, I think those regular AEW international title defenses for box is definitely going to do dividends for Tom Brock and I think sooner or later Tom Brock is going to overtake the GOAT possibly in line to win his second second draft this season but I don't know if you've noticed but Moxley's first international defense was against Action Andretti and then this week he defended against Big Bill he's going to have to face somebody with the initial CC now and then DD and then EE and so on and so forth so I'll be curious as to see uh, who he faces when it gets to when he gets to XX. That'll be, that'll be quite quite interesting, actually. Unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, Dave couldn't couldn't join us the Listeners League and the rest of the show. But I can I can continue with the with the Listeners League. I'll just kind of go through it as as quick as I can. Uh, Johnny Adam is in fifth position of the table. He's a dark side of the onion ring, 161 and a half points. He's the the the, the joint second highest scorer of the week, 27 points. Uh, just one under Elora May, who got 28. She's well only Prince, she got 159 points this week. So not gonna not cracking that top five as of yet, but getting close to it. At least I remember this time with, with Craig for safe, he's got 166 points. And a wee bit ahead of him with back to the future endeavours of Jonathan Napier. And 169 and a half points there in third position. Carrying Crossco with Ross Brady, 172 points. Uh, not not having the the, the the best of weeks compared to uh, 18 points this week. But uh, the number of the John John Sly, he had got 22 points this week, and he's now made a wee bit of a gap to Ross Brady with Hurt Business ish with 177. What was interesting is I think Ryan and Dave made a note on the show last week of. Uh, 
David Campbell having more points than the high-scoring listeners league person. Tom Brock's now got that accolade. He got 39 points overall for the week and the highest is 28. So it's happened two weeks in a row and it's both happened to the, the former tag team of the Ghost Incarnate. So they'll both be they'll both be pretty happy, I think, Andy. There'll be something to quote about in the chat, I'm sure they will. I know, yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing what the, uh, David, a.k.a. the GOAT, have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> we do also have the Western League Cup and obviously whoever wins the, the Cup is, gets to join the main season as well as the Listeners League but if you win both the Listeners League and the Listeners League Cup you get to draft first from the from the main league when you when you soon join and the first round of scoring has just finished and uh, I, I, I won't break through all the scores but uh, every, everyone that's going through to the next round Simon Bell Jonathan Napier Ross McClucky Johnny Adam uh, we also have JP John Sai. Lee McAteer, Ross Henderson, Martin Best, Mike Nunn, Matt Smith, Adam Kelly, Robert Shaw, Craig Forsyth, and Craig. For, wait, Robert Shaw and Craig Forsyth and Ross Brady. There we mm. go. So that's that's our next round. Uh, they'll kind of and the order that you kind of as a list out there. They'll kind of face each other to go into the next next bracket after that, so on and so forth until we get our winner. And if they win the Lazarus League and the Lazarus League Cup, then we'll get to be drafting from first position. So we'll, we'll, wait and, we'll wait and see how that goes. But enough, enough of that, Andy. We've got we've got your team to mm-hmm. kind of go through and talk about. I'll quickly list through your your, your team. Uh, so you've got Elliot Knight, uh, your, your captain, in 46 points. Uh, Tiffany Stratton, unfortunately losing the belt uh, on, on Tuesday night to Becky Lynch with 14. Uh, Sammy Zane, Kevin Owens, 10 points. Uh, unfortunately not, not went the way we would have hoped. Well... That's an interesting one. We can talk about that because obviously the injury to Owens, we weren't sure he was going to come back. He came back, then they lost the belt soon after. So that's that's an interesting one. Shotty Blackheart on six points, Austin Thierry on ten, and AJ Styles on twelve. The way it's worked out, obviously taking Elliot Knight number one. I think if he wasn't going to be round one, everyone would have tried to get him round two. So I assume that would have been your thinking there. Yeah, essentially. So I just it was like, obviously, he's he's sort of crossing over from wrestling into like kind of you know like pop culture sort of stuff. Like I mean, you've seen him, I've seen him pop up in Instagram and stuff. It's like I think people know who he is, and you don't really need to know, be a wrestling sort of fan to know. So I was like, he's appearing. There's a lot of buzz about him. If I can get him in the first round, I know it's gonna because I upset David Campbell. Uh, so uh, essentially, I was like, put a captaincy on him. And I know he was appearing on all shows, but now he's just sticking to SmackDown. So it's like I thought it was a good first round pick. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's, it's worked out well. Obviously, he's got 46 points overall. He's like the, yeah, I think he's near enough. Like the outsider, uh, Adam Cole, he's like the highest scoring person with the judgment day. Obviously, obviously, you've got a camp applied on him. Finn Balor's got 40 points and Tom doesn't have the captaincy on him but it's still weighing up against that in terms of scores it's working out well out with the kind of Judgment Day dominance that we see so you've got, mm. you've got it's got to be fairly, fairly happy and another one I guess you'd probably be pretty happy with and now he's just kind of entered into that programme with the, with, the, with the bloodline he gets supposedly run into the Saudi show so we'll see how that goes AJ Styles is getting in a bit of the mix a uh, uh, Smackdown again and amongst the main lot he's got 12 points around 5 pick must be pretty happy that you've got a, a person there in the double figures. Oh, definitely. It's like, I think uh, I just sort of, as you know, when you're getting towards the end and you're sort of like, think, oh, I want to get this person, this, oh, shit, someone's taking that person. So you like start to scramble and it's like, who's left? And then it was like, oh, shit, AJ Styles hasn't been picked. So I was like, 
I could. It's good that he's starting to get a bit more thing because I was a bit worried he was just going to be up on nothing points that we're not going to do anything with him. So it's good to see him. So he showed up twice uh, last night on SmackDown. Yeah, showed so, up twice and got the win. Aye. Aye. So it's essentially a case of. Um, I think it's a good fifth pound. Uh, fifth pound. Fifth round pick. Uh, you can tell my coffee hasn't kicked in. This <laughs> Uh, but no, I think it's good. Uh, but no, uh, I'm quite happy with my team as well. The only one is that I think it's kind of let me down a bit is the Sane and Owens pick. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, I was kind of going to grip that in with Tiffany Stratton and Austin Theory. Yeah. Obviously, Austin Theory lost his belt just before the season started, so it didn't affect you in the, of losing points at that point. But obviously to now, he's only got 10 points. Tiffany Stratton seemed like a great pick. All of a sudden, Becky Lynch comes into the fray of wanting a title match, and then you kind of knew at that point that she was going to lose her belt. So it's, it's obviously 14 points, and now it's not worked out as you may would have hoped, mm. but it's, it's suddenly, I mean, obviously, Zane Owens, everyone was a bit skeptical at that point because Owens had the injury. Who was going to take the chance on him? They came back, and everyone was like, oh, that'll be great. And then all of a sudden, there was the tag belts to Judgment Day. Which is a bit normally what I saw. So kind of having having three champions essentially on draft night, and then we're just getting to like maybe near the halfway point of the season, and those three champions have all lost their belts. That's the back kicking the teeth. I know. I was a bit like, oh, I mean, I swear on uh, the smack, uh, Smackdown Live, uh, Saturday Draft Live, anyways, uh, because I was just pure human, man. I was just, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Soon as I saw Becky Lynch was showing up in the next day, I was like, yeah, uh, Tiffy Stratton's like losing the belt. And I thought it was a good safe pick as it's like, like she's champion, she's bet, she's uh, defending it. Not as much as I thought she would. And then obviously she, she, gets beat and uh, yeah I thought it was quite good having the three champions and then again as you say it's like they're, they're, they're all being beaten for the championship so uh, a bit annoying uh, it's, it's unfortunate also the lack of a person team there Chelsea Blackheart anyway, so she went away for a bit came back with her, with her new do uh, it's kind of been an involved during the damage control stuff maybe not scoring as many points as you would like but in that kind of she's only one point off a of Bailey she's yeah. a seven uh on that kind of on that kind of round, aside from obviously the acclaimed of David Campbell, there isn't really a lot of high scorers to begin with. Soraya's got twenty-two. It's not a high scoring round anyway. But did you think you would see a bit more from Shotzi Blackheart than you have? Uh, I kind of because I knew obviously that she was going into a program with Bailey, so it was a bit like I was. As I say, when you're getting towards the end of the draft, you're kind of starting to think, who should I pick? And I was trying to pick someone who was kind of would appear, so he would get some points. But again, it was a bit of a. I wasn't like appealed my first pick, but I was like, it's a pick at the end of the day, and I'm kind of happy that she's shown up. But it would be good if she was uh, participating in more matches. But again, it's it's just the way it goes sometimes. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's an unfortunate one for sure for yourself but uh, kind of overall you're like slap bang in the middle 98 points you're not near the kind of end of the table where the kind of relegation dogfights happening but you're not teetering close enough to the kind of the, the main players so at least you're in a you're in a safe position knowing that like nothing's really going to happen with yourself in regards to being relegated so that's that's quite a good thing but at the at the top of the table, obviously, we've got, they do have the two of David Campbell and Tom Brock, the former tag team partners. If you had to make a guess right now of who's winning the season, because I assume it's going to be out of them two going into the kind of finals. Yeah. Myself, Scott's a bit closer. Elliot, eh, myself and Grant are kind of teetering at the end of it as, as well. Who, 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 would, who would you say is going to get that one? Probably out of the top two. 
I definitely think uh, it's quite good how it has come between the Goats and Cartman, uh Tom Brock and uh, David Campbell. Whereas I, I do think it's like, I do think David might win. I don't want him to win because you know what he's going to be like. It's just going to, you're never going to hear the end of it. <laughs> it's like England winning the World Cup. They still go on about it. It's just this same kind of pattern where it's just he'll just not show up. So I think he is going to win. Do I want him to win? Not really, but I think, yeah, he's got a good chance of winning and <laughs> didn't it always. He's, he's off to a good start and obviously with the judgment day, but he's been on the TV all the time as well as having the titles and money in the bank. It's like, yeah, he, he, I think he's going to win this season. Obviously, they, kind of, they, they both kind of got two big characters because like Damien Priest at 81 points with the card and say the acclaim's got 33, Tom Brock's got Finn Balor and 40 and John Moxley and 73, so they do have big characters, but it seems like the difference right now is the Carmelo Hayes factor for David Campbell and also Adam Pierce for 14 points. Whereas, like, Tony Storm's got 13 for, top, uh, for himself and Paul Heyman's got nine. There's not really enough in the kind of bottom bit of Tom's team that might yeah. help him now, but John Moxley being international champion and the way it seems to be going, that, that, could, that could be enough. We just got to wait and see, but David could have a bit more firepower, I think, in his, in his team, especially with Adam Pearce appearing across both shows. Mm-hmm. Paul Heyman not not appearing as usual as the amount he did. It'll be, it'll be interesting going into the final final few weeks, but I definitely think it'll be a, a close tie between them two. Yeah, well, who's your thoughts? Who do you think is going to win? I think it'll be David Campbell right now. I, I said that at the very start before the scoring again. I predicted David Campbell to win the, to win the season. Uh, I didn't think Tom would be as close, I believe I maybe said Tom was an underdog pick. For me, I can't quite remember, but I think even if it ends with them to being the top two, I think it's a, a successful season for obviously forever wins, mm. but forever comes second as well. I think that's a, a great showing there. I think they'll be both. Obviously, one will be a bit better over the other, but they have them both at the top. I'm sure they'll be pretty happy, but uh, that's, that's the show for me, Andy. Obviously, thank you for coming on. Uh, and obviously, we did have Dave, so thank, thanks to Dave for being there for the first half. Obviously, technical difficulties was microphone proved otherwise. But yeah, Andy, thanks for coming on the show. It's been great having you. Nah, no problem, Jack. Anytime. It was good to uh, uh, chat with you. And we'll uh, come back next week. Uh, I'm not sure he'll be on next week. But you'll hear one of the usual four anyway, I'm sure. So thank you very much, everyone. And we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.